Genesis chapter 13. We won't be defeated, y'all. Genesis chapter 13, starting in verse 14. <clears throat> and the Lord said unto Abram, After that Lot was separated from him, Lift up now thine eyes, and look from the place where thou art, northward, and southward, and eastward, and westward. For all the land which thou seest to thee will I give it, and to thy seed forever. And I will make thy seed as the dust of the earth, so that if a man can number the dust of the earth, then shall thy seed also be numbered. Arise, walk through the land in the length of it, and in the breadth of it, and I will give it unto thee. Praise God. title of this message today is Walking Into Our Promises. And what I want to talk to you about today is, is promises that God has given you. You know, Abraham didn't get to see a lot of these promises fulfilled in his lifetime. A lot of the promises God made to him didn't come about for many hundreds of years. But praise God, the Word tells us that Abraham believed God. And it was counted to him as righteousness. I want you all to understand that that is the basic core of salvation right there. He believed God and it was counted to him as righteousness. That's salvation. That's salvation in a nutshell right there. If you can believe God and what He says... It can be counted to you as righteousness. Praise God. So what all did God promise Abraham? And He promised him a lot of stuff. I don't have time to cover all of it today. But what I just read is, is the part where He's promising him the quote-unquote promised land, right? He's telling him, all of this land you see, He said, look all around you. As far as you can see, this... Is yours. I wonder if God took time to inform the inhabitants of that land. You ever think about that? You think that may be kind of silly, but I have a point behind it. Okay? See, a lot of times God tells us something, but He doesn't bother to tell the other people. He doesn't bother to tell people that it may impact. Maybe not then, he may later, but he doesn't always do it so that everybody's on the same page, right? Sometimes he tells you something and you just have to hang on to it for a while. You just have to sit on it and believe God. Man, that's hard. Because you begin to wonder, y'all. I've been I've been struggling with some things this week, and God is encouraging me today. So y'all may not get nothing out of this, but I guarantee you, this word preaches to me. Because as I look at this word, I begin to see that that sometimes God makes promises, and you just have to hang on. You just have to hang on and believe God, believe God, and it will be counted to you as righteousness when you believe Him. 
See, God's Word in itself, what He tells you in itself is good enough. You don't have to have evidence. You don't have to have a piece of paper that says you own this land. You don't have to have somebody else come to you and verify what God told you was true. When God tells you something, you can just take God at His Word. So Abram listened to God. He looked around. And what did that last scripture say? He said, I want you to walk into that land. Walk the length of it and the breadth of it. Cover that land. Why is he doing that? Anybody ever thought of that? Why did he tell him to do that? Well, I can't tell you for sure this is the real reason. But the first thing that comes to my mind is he's staking a claim. Right? This is mine. All the way over to here. And then this is mine all the way this way. He's marking out his territory. Right? This is mine. God gave it to me. I'm sure there was a whole lot of people upset about that. Don't you think? What is this fool doing walking around with one of the measuring wheels? Why does he keep putting stakes up? Now, wait a minute. That's my land. You think they didn't want to fight for it? Y'all, y'all know about the story of the Israelites after they were let out of Egypt and they entered into the promised land. Now, y'all hang on. I got some word for y'all today. After they went into the promised land, what did they have to do? God told them, go in and possess the land. Go in and possess What is already yours. You see, God will make a promise to you and you have to move and walk into that promise. You can sit on the outside and say, that's my land over there. That's mine. That's what God promised me. But I'm just going to hang over here for a while, okay? That ain't the same thing. If I went and bought a house and never moved into it, how would anybody know that's my house? Somebody else could move into the house. And I never even went up to it. See, I could I could talk to one of y'all and say, yeah, I own a house over there. Well, man, I saw somebody else living in that house. Well, it's still my house, though. But I've never possessed it. I've never laid claim to it. I never actually received and accepted what God promised. You understand what I'm trying to tell you? You see, God promises you some things. And you may have to sit on it for a while. You may have to hang on and watch God move and work. But there comes a point in time when God says, go in and possess the land. Go in and claim what I've promised. Go in and fulfill the will that I have for you in your life. Blessings come. Sometimes they're just dumped on you. But sometimes you have to go possess the blessing. You have to fight for it. You have to ensure that the devil is not going to steal it. What happened to the Israelites? They went in and won victory after victory after victory. And all of a sudden they compromised and said, Well, all right, we'll we'll form an allegiance with these over here. They're pretty good people. But wait a minute, what did God say? He said, kill them. 
He said, eradicate the land of all the heathens in Kevin's terminology. See, they didn't obey God. They had a promise. It wasn't God's fault, right? God had done everything He said He would do. Up to the point God was with them, battle after battle after battle, and then they compromise. That ain't God's fault. So some of y'all are sitting here today, well, God promised me some things. It may not be God's fault that you don't have them. I'm not telling you it is. I'm not telling you it's your fault. I'm telling you it might not be God's fault. It may not be time yet, but it may be. And you're sitting still wondering why ain't God giving me what He said, but you haven't got up and moved. You haven't walked into the promised land. You haven't went and possessed the thing He promised you. See, sometimes it takes effort on your part to go and receive what God has. This week, you know, we've been going into Kennard and talking to people and meeting them. And... Y'all, a long time ago, before I ever started preaching here, God spoke to, my, spoke to me about claiming Kennard for the kingdom of God. And I begin to do that. And you know, I, we don't yet know how this is all going to turn out. You know, we don't know. But I guarantee you it ain't going to be because I didn't do something. I did not do something for quite a while. But the time come, and look, God has pressured me and pushed me and worked on me, and the time is here. It's time to move into my promise. It's time to move into what God called me to do in this area. And you know what? Unfortunately, maybe for you, you are affected by that. Right? <laughs> you may be saying, God didn't call me to reach Kennard, Texas. Well, I'm sorry. That's what we're doing. That's where we're going. We're going to go. See, there were some Israelites that told Joshua, eh, it's not really that big a deal, Joshua. We can, just, we can just go back over there. You know, we don't really have to go fight. You know what I mean? There were some people told Joshua that. In fact, there was ten other spies that told Moses that. Oh, you know, I was just joshing with you. <laughs> They're pretty big, Moses. They're pretty big. and You know, we can find us a place to live. It's, it's not that big a deal, Moses. What Joshua say? What Caleb say? They didn't say the same thing, y'all. Caleb said, Caleb said, listen, this is why I named my son Caleb. This one, one verse right here. Caleb said, let us go up at once, for we are well able. Well able. Y'all, y'all need to get that attitude. Listen, somebody needs to get the attitude and the spirit of Caleb in them and say, let us go up at once. We are well able to possess this land. We are well able to walk into the promises of God and, and conquer and be victorious in what God has promised. Look, this is the promise of God. 
This isn't something Kevin Alfred made up. This isn't some just warm, fuzzy feeling inside. This is what God has ordained. So why in the world would I not want to go and possess the land? Why in the world would I not want to walk into the promises? See, if I was doing it on my own, I would just sit at the house. Because I, I'm not capable. I don't have the power to do that. I, I don't even, I don't even know where to start, y'all. That's how, that's how pitiful I am. But thank God, I, I have an external source of power. Brother Larry's got a big good generator behind his house. You don't know too many people that's got one that'll just, man, that thing will run his whole house. I ain't trying to brag on Brother, Brother Larry. He's probably getting embarrassed because I ain't saying anything about it. But See, when, when his power lines go down, electricity goes off, that thing would just kick in, whew, whole house is running again, right? Brother Larry says, I don't need the light company. They can take their time coming out here. Now, he's probably not thinking that really because he has to pay to run this thing, right? And it costs more to run a generator than it does to be on the electric lines. But he ain't in as big a hurry as we are. Y'all, I don't want to set for two weeks without electricity. Right? I need a source of power for my house. That source of power does not come from within my house. That source of power spiritually does not come from me. I have an external source. I am empowered by God. And because of that, listen, because of that, any weakness that I may have is, is covered over. Any, any little faults and cracks you may find in me. Y'all ever, y'all ever watched them bondo a car that's been wrecked? Man, they can smooth that thing over and you can't tell nothing happened. You see, when, when I'm empowered by God, all that stuff is covered over. It's not me and my lack and my faults that are evident. It's the power of God that's evident in me. It, and any weakness I have is washed away. Any weakness I have is insignificant compared to the glory that God has. And because of that, look, when He makes promises, listen now, it don't matter how outlandish they may seem. And God has made some outlandish promises to me, y'all. Stuff that I'm, I'm just taking back and say, what? God, are you out of your mind? Do you even know what you just said? I don't say that to God, y'all. I'm not stupid. <laughs> But that's the kind of stuff God promises. Y'all ever listen for God? Y'all ever just get quiet and listen for God? You see, that's the only times He's ever given me promises. So when I just shut up, say, okay, God, I'm going to wait on you for a while. Y'all remember the scripture that says, be still and know that I am God? That's what that means. Just, just sit down, hush your mouth, Forget about everything going on right now and just watch what I'm going to do. 
Y'all, that's profound. Okay? I know it seems simple. But I want you to think about it. How many times do you let go? Just let everything else stop for just a minute. And just listen to God. See, God, you've always heard, you've always heard it, that God speaks in a still, small voice. You can't hear it when you're talking. You can't hear it when you're jabbering and running your mouth and, and you got a hundred different things running through your mind, things you're wanting to do this next week, things that you're planning for, whatever. It doesn't matter. I don't care if it's things for the, that you're doing for the church. When you're thinking and, and doing all that stuff, you can't hear God. He's waiting for an opportunity. Y'all ever talk to somebody that just carries the conversation and, and you go, well, yeah, there was... There's this one, and they just keep rattling off at the mouth. They don't even, it's like they don't care to notice that you had something to say, right? Have you seen people like that? And they just keep stepping on you as you try to talk. What do you do normally? Do you ever grab them and shake them and say, hush for a minute? No, most of the time we don't do that. Most of the time we just... Y'all, God ain't too different from us in a lot of ways. Because as long as you're talking, God's just going to... Whenever you're done, go ahead. Whenever you get ready to listen, i got something to say, but I ain't going to interrupt you. So just go on and finish. Anytime now. i got other things to do. That's how God is, y'all. Now look, there's times God has grabbed me and shook me and said, Hush, Kevin. Listen to what i got to say. But for the most part, He ain't going to force Himself on me until I get my mind and my spirit in the attitude of listening. He's going to sit there and wait on me. So if you're sitting there saying today, I don't know anything about God promising me something. Well, there's two things I can say to you. You hadn't read the Word because this thing is full of promises. And the second thing is you need to listen. God wants to promise you something. God wants you to move and walk into that promise. He has it for you. He has blessing for you. Y'all, I'm not a prosperity preacher. You won't ever hear me tell you God wants you to be rich. I'm here to tell you today God has something for you See, your promises may not always be about you and your wealth. Your promises may be about somebody else. Your promises may be about something that involves you in some way, but not as directly going to impact you. Nevertheless, they're the promises of God. I'm going to tell you all a promise of mine. Some of you have heard it before, and I'm going to share share it with you again because... See, promises of God don't go away over time. They become more and more real and true to you. And that's how I know. That's how I know it's a promise of God because it doesn't just fade away. Most things that I think of, you know, I've been listening to TV sometimes. I say, oh, that was pretty good. I don't have to remember that. Ten minutes later, I can't remember it. But when God speaks something into my spirit, I can't get rid of it. Y'all, I'm going to tell you, I've been 
thinking and praying. And, and I forgot about this for a long time. Not really forgot, but just pushed it out of my mind because I knew it wasn't the right time. It was God just giving me a little taste of something to, to let me look forward to. But it's been coming back into my mind and weighing on me. And Y'all know all this land out here that's forestry service land that belongs to the government. Well, God told me one night, and you know, I don't think I was even praying about this, but God just, when you get quiet, God will tell you something. God said, that land over there is yours. I said, what? What are you talking about, God? He said, that's where you're going to build a church, over there. And and I, I said, God, that's not our land. That belongs to the government. There ain't no way to get that land. They just, they, the government don't sell land, okay? They acquire more land. So God said, all right, are you done? I said, okay, God. What land, okay? Because there's a lot of land right there. And he said, from the fence behind the house all the way straight to the road, from there over to the driveway is... This church is land. Some of y'all are looking at me in disbelief. Y'all, look, why in the world would I want to make this up? Why in the world would I want to come up with something like that? That's a battle I don't even know how to fight. Praise God, I don't have to. You think the Israelites didn't wonder how in the world are we going to take out these people? That's their land, God. And He said, no, it's your land. I gave it to you. See, when God gives you something, it doesn't matter who possesses it. It doesn't matter. y'all. Did y'all hear what I said? When God makes a promise to you, it doesn't matter what it takes for that promise to come about. It's God making the promise. God! you see if I promised brother Lemuel I was going to go buy him a new truck I have to figure out how I'm going to do that that ain't going to happen brother (laughs) just want to make sure you know I have to figure that out, right? Because it's me. It's my word, not God. But when God makes the promise, I take my hands off of it. I step back and wait and say, okay, God, look. You know, every now and then I go to Him. Y'all just hang on a minute. I'm almost done. Every now and then I'll go back to God and say, God, you remember what you said now? I ain't trying to pressure you. I ain't trying to say now. I'm just wanting you to remember what you promised me. God don't need reminding, but I like to remind Him. Y'all ever, as a kid, you ever go to your mom and dad say, Hey, you said we were going to do this. When are we going to do it? Can we go do this now? Last night, them kids worried us to death. Can you take us to mama's now? Can you take us to mama's now? Can you take us to mama's now? Just over and over and over. Okay, hang on a minute. Five minutes later, can you take us to Mama's now? 
Lord, look, y'all, listen. This is, this is the most important part of what I'm saying today. You have to expect great things from God to get great things from Him. See, He is the one that fulfills promises in great and mighty ways. He is the one that can. He is the one that has immeasurable wealth, immeasurable resources. He is all-powerful. Anything He wants to lay, He lay claim to, He can. He created it. It's His already. So when He promises you something, listen, it's okay to say, God, I want great things. Now, I'm looking for something from you, God. I want great things. Okay, that's all right. It's okay to ask for big things from God. It's okay to do that. Don't let anybody tell you different. Don't go to God and say, God, can you just do it a little bit right here? Man, ask Him for what you want. You see, because if you ask for just this little bit and you really wanted this, you can't expect Him to do this. So we need to walk into them promises. Look for the promises. Ask God for promises. God, make me some promises. The wonderful thing is, is God wants to. He's waiting on you to listen to Him. Waiting on you to look to Him for, for answers and promises.